you know, I want to welcome you guys back. I think we're a little, I think this whole, cons this, the inconsistency is going to change. I promise you that. I don't, uh, I don't like this whole pattern of, not to say it's because of anything that we have control over, but I think the annuitiveness, once we get more technology, better mics, a lot of better things, more mobile, I think it'll be a lot easier and better. This is Robin Graves, your host. Kachi. And you're uh, another episode of Us, Us in the, the Dark. Dark. And, uh, you know, right now I just wanted to hit some things kind of around all other spaces. All, all over the place, honestly, from, from relationships to the things we don't really want to look at from the perspectives that they really are for. And sometimes uh, an understanding of society that sometimes just needs to get the fuck out of here, you know? We, as the upcoming generation that will be calling the shots for things, and, you know, I think that's kind of the reason why I really wanted to speak on is because we, we are... Pretty soon, well, we are in that in that phase of being the next suit and tie, you know. And I think we have a very big responsibility for ourselves and the future business owners, the generations of entrepreneurs, the people, the future generations of people who want to just actually work and go home and do it again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like all of this is for all of those. Because at the end of the day, unless we start changing how people see themselves as business owners, as business operators, as business consumers, and all of these things, it won't change how all of these things are affecting us. That's why 60 years ago, motherfuckers could work at a gas station as a cashier clerk and afford to work for their, to pay for their home. Because at the time, these businesses were owned by one person, a Joe Schmo guy. And he was like, I just want to do the American dream. I want to fucking take care of my family. I want to make some money. I want to pay the people that are fucking helping me run my business good. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like when I go and talk, like when I go and see some of these card shops, bro. And, I, and like I'm, I'm talking about card shops in particular because these are the ones that I've talked to. And I find this shit out is, you know, a lot of these shop owners, they're not even the ones that are behind the store clerk, like the. In the, in the registers, they don't even own the fucking shop. And honestly, I think that is the biggest problem with where we are in America right now is everyone has this mentality where if you're gonna own a business, you shouldn't be working behind it because that's no different than working for someone else. That's not the fucking case. Every, you know, you know dude, that's kind of the same shit coming all the way back to the whole an apple a day keeps the doctor away shit. You know who fucking told you that? The motherfuckers who sell apples. Why? Because at the end of the day, they want you to be selling the apples with them if you're not gonna be the ones sell, if they're not, you know what I mean? Like, if you aren't doing what they're doing as a business owner, you can't say you're successful. That's just like when we go to a fucking gym and those motherfucking beef heads are saying, well, if you can't lift your own weight in your fucking, in your bench press, you're not a real man. It's no fucking different, it's all, Older men of a generation thinking that they have the say-so of what the fucking rules and foregoing fucking direction of this country is going to be. And I... There was something I really wanted to speak on in the whole past generation working at a gas station and, and fucking owning a home. 
Because you say that one a lot, man. And I, I don't know. Like, poverty looks different then than it did now. I mean, statistically speaking, if you're looking at, at the numbers... But, like, the, also, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, you can be that now and then not be able to afford paying your house and not being able to afford your kids, which could have probably looked the same back in that day also. That's not. Because if you look at the numbers, the numbers are shown, even in the Great Depression... We are, and, that, and that's kind of like what I'm trying to get everyone to understand is we are in a worse condition than the fucking Great Depression because of how these business owners are. Like, it, I, and you know, what, you know what, man? Maybe we should start doing some digging in it. Like, what, what was going on in the Great Depression? What caused the fucking Great Depression? What was it? I, I'm not a history buff, and I know we talked about it in school, but let's be honest, man around the world i'm sure there were other world events going on with other countries that were fucking playing into the stock market crashing right and that's what i'm trying to fucking say is if that was the whole point right like the the whole point of the great depression was because the stock market crashed right is that it or am i the great depression also coincided with the world war you know that well that's what i'm fucking saying is like the whole point of the is at that state is everyone was fucking suffering except for the whole little fucking small groups of people. But you had, before oil and gas and all that shit, you know, and turned it into a major franchise, you had store shop owners that weren't all over the fucking plate. I'm just saying, dude, like the individual business owner is who's fucking responsible. And when you no longer have an individual business owner and you have a board of directors, you have a CEO, I feel like that is when the direction changes. I feel like that is when it's no longer about making sure you have a, a morality when it comes to your working environment. Let's, you know? let's backtrack to connecting two things that you brought up, right? Yeah. So you brought up owning a business, right? Yeah. And then you also, own, you also brought up there's a business, but they don't own the location they're in, right? So that really in itself is already the major difference of... Here is my space, I own this, and or paying my way through owning this property compared to I have these businesses, I have this business and I can take it anywhere else and I don't have to do the work for it because if it if I can't pay utilities, labor, here, withdraw it, do it somewhere else kind of shit. Back in that previous generation, it is the one thing you fucking talk about so much is owning property. That was the fucking difference. That was the difference. We can't do that now. It's not a possibility. Even if we actually do, like, if, even if you and me as a fucking financial team tried to go and purchase a property, we simply don't make enough. The sad reality of it is if even if you wanted to try to fucking do it on your own, you wouldn't be able to. Not to say that you haven't done everything you needed to. But that is the, the whole state of the way we're in in this country is because of corporations that have the money that have been influencing our political seats and so on and forth. And what I'm saying is that mentality that you just fucking laid out for us is the framework for the beginning of that. Because at the end of the day, if a man, and I get that this is, this is, as crazy as it sounds, man, you have the generational elitists who have been in the fucking colonial powers for a long time, 
that literally raise their sons like fucking Lion King. They'll sit their fucking kids up on that fucking hill and they'll say, look, son, everything that you can fucking see is all yours one day. This is all meant for you. That's literally how the, and I, th- and I think us as a society, we would have to, we have to be fucking dumb to not want to admit that this is going on. And I'm not saying that every white person is fucking racist, but I'm saying the stem of racism comes from white colonialists that still to this day have that mindset that indoctrinate that into their fucking kids as they grow up. And as these kids grow up, some of them, a very select few, grow out of it. And they see that that isn't the way. And unfortunately, they get rid of them. I'm gonna take this, I'm not gonna say any names, but fucking put into put it to an example of that that chick that was royalty in, in Britain or whatever the fuck England, and a lot of contra- and a lot of things go about that about how this person died, you know. But looking at who this person was, what this person was doing for the masses, for the public, it it was very easy to see why someone like that they did not want in their circle. That wasn't a sim. That was not their fucking offspring. That was a failed fucking upbringing in their eyes because you know what doesn't matter if it's your fucking son or daughter or anything else like that if you aren't with the mindset of the family you're fucking out of there and they will x you out regardless of that that's why a lot of politicians will fucking institutionalize their fucking kids people don't know that people look that shit up there are a lot of fucking politicians with children that are not in the public because they are fucking in the crazy houses not because they're crazy, but simply because they don't want to fucking have any kind of relevance with that fucking kin. But also having, like, a legal standpoint to do so also. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, the hard, the hard part of it is, is... That's just... Until we start talking about it openly and saying, yeah, you know what, it's going on right now. Yes, it is happening. And instead of the... And the people that are pushing back on it... We should really question why they're pushing back on it. Why, are, why do you think that there isn't a fucking um, a select a few people in this country that think that anybody who isn't white is not worthwhile to have a place of fucking financial power? And if people can't give me a reasonable explanation about that, I would like to think that they know somebody in those seats that are fucking speaking up for them because they personally know somebody who's like that, in my opinion. I'm just saying, dude, there isn't any reason for you to want to say what makes, hey, what makes me think like that? Sundown towns. Exactly. Uh, sundown town exists. I know that on a larger scale, that's somewhere else. If that can happen in a city, imagine what it's like in a fucking country. Imagine what it's like in a state. People don't want to fucking grow, understand that, the realization of that. A sundown state, a sundown city a sundown country, whether it fucking is in the extremes of what people would think it is, but that's the reality of it. For you to fucking not, for you to want to admit that there's a sundown towns and there's sundown cities and shit, and you won't admit that there's somewhere, that there's a bigger scale of it, you're fucking, you're, you're dumb. Because literally, that's where all these things branch out from. It's all it is. And I'm not, I'm not saying that these people should have anything bad happen to them but understand that i think we should start pushing for racism being a fucking mental a mental um disability 
I really think that I, I, I honestly think that sooner or later, dude, I'm gonna try to push for it. I'm gonna try to push for racism being a mental disability. What outcome do you want to have with that? Oh, dude, just that honestly. Let's be honest. That's a that's, in my opinion, I think it's easier to actually get real doctors, some third party doctors who aren't actually involved with the institutions that we're gonna be going to, and sit down, take our time and actually interview all of these patients. I know it sounds fucking ridiculous. Okay, but like, what is the outcome? Do you want to institutionalize people that are racist? Like, what outcome do you want? I mean, the outcome is to sit down and actually take the time to find out why it is they think this way. What is it that makes them think this way? It's a science, man. It's not like I want to fucking put them away and lock them away. I seriously want to figure out where this stems from. Where is this racism coming from? And I know that it stems from the white colonialists, but I also would like to get everybody in there, not just white people. Like, and I think that's what people think whenever I say that. Oh, you want to institutionalize racism, racist people. And it's like, well, there's a lot of people who are racist, not because of the fact that it's something that they want, but when you're growing up with people being racist to you, somehow that, some, that, that does, that will subliminally make a fucking racist sometimes dude i'm just being honest with you like i got into a fight the first time i came to houston texas dude and i and i fucking was in middle school i got into a fight with a black kid because he was talking about how my people killed his uncle i had no fucking idea what he was talking about but all i knew what i had to do was fight if i wasn't gonna fight i was gonna get fucking hurt that's the fucking reality of it that that kid didn't fucking know me didn't know my fucking name or anything about me. He didn't, he didn't even know if I was on that mental brink of fucking killing somebody because I was going through my own shit in my own fucking life. You know what I mean? But he fucking took it upon himself to fucking project his anger towards the race that I fucking am or whatever he thought I've represented and fucking do that to me. That's what I'm talking about, dude, is I need, I want to find out where the fuck all this comes from. Well, obviously your people... Why would you think that everyone is in the same fucking category? You know what? And I'm not saying you can't release them back into the fucking public. But hey, if you can help them understand that this is just the way you think because of something that happened in your fucking life. And you don't need to fucking continue with that thought process. Then by all means, why shouldn't we fucking help these people? My ar- That's just my argument. I want to help them. It's not about fucking punishing or isolating. It's about helping these people. Get them together and understand that you guys all share a common trauma, which is a fucking racial traumatic experience. Uh, One, do they want to be helped? Uh, I mean, how many people want to be fucking institutionalized? There's a few. No, I'm saying how many people get taken there against their fucking will? A lot. Okay. But there's also some that I'd want to... Okay, uh, so the ones that fucking understand that they're self-aware and racist can walk the fuck in. And the ones that aren't can get fucking dragged in. How about that? Why are we fucking feeling some type of way about it? They'll do this to people who are fucking quote-unquote talking crazy, right? They did it to fucking me. So why the fuck can't they do it to the people who are talking that? That's what I'm talking about. Is Everybody wants to call it funny until it happens to them. And then what's the difference between it happening to somebody who's legit thinking that someone's race is the fucking reason for them to get hurt. I think motherfuckers should like, like that should get dragged into the fucking doors for help because it's for their own good. Like they told me, 
because I was trying to tell them the shit that was going on with the fucking city and the operations that I knew because of the secret documents that I had fucking access to. I still have those paperwork. I still have the paperwork that fucking says the shit that they tried to slap me with. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to get to. Is if they, if they can go through all that just to get me in there, I think we can go through a little bit and hear somebody say a racist remark maybe a few more times. Hey, on your social media, you've said quite a few racist remarks. That's clause for fucking indoctrination to fucking racist mentality and thinking. We're gonna fucking institutionalize you for a fucking week. We're gonna monitor you. We're gonna put you around certain people and we're gonna see how you act. And you know what? If you're a fucking danger to yourself and society, we're gonna keep you here for a little bit fucking longer. And we're gonna try to figure out why you think this way. And if you can't be helped, well, you're just gonna be a fucking ward of the state. So you, you want to uh, bring people in and then give them exposure therapy is what you're saying, what you're saying really? I mean, that's what it is whenever you walk into a psychiatric center. Exposure therapy, nothing's within your control. You have to do what they fucking say. Everything is exposure therapy when it comes to fucking psychiatric help. That's the, I don't think people understand that because nobody goes through it personally. Whether, you, whether you're a sane person or not, you walk in there, you're going through their rules. You're doing what they say. You don't fucking have a say-so. If they don't think you're ready to leave, they can fucking say, no, you're not. That is the reality of it. I know people think it's so willy-nilly. Oh, you just got to check yourself in and you can check yourself out. No. Those doctors see something going wrong with you. They don't need to fucking say you're okay to leave. And if somebody's paying those doctors enough to fucking say, we don't want this motherfucker to leave, guess what? He ain't gonna fucking leave. And if he ain't got the money to get a third party doctor to evaluate him, he ain't fucking leaving. That's the reality of it. I don't think a lot of people see it from that aspect because there's still a lot of naiveness in this world. Look at Ben Top. I'm not trying to fucking say anything, dude, but that's the reality of it. You know, point example, my mom went to sue a doctor that basically got my older brother killed because he had a fucking wrong delivery. Fucking, my mom had the case in hand. What happened? That doctor paid my fucking mom's lawyer to drop that fucking case, to lose it on purpose. That's the reality of when I realize it doesn't matter. If, if people want you away, they're gonna want you away. And I just think we should start changing this, the, in, the psychiatric centers, the psychiatric institutions for the actual reasoning of putting people that should be helped away instead of just paying people to put them away, you know? And I'm not saying it happens all the time, but it happens. But you know, like, that shit costs more than incarceration. Really, ultimately, is what, I, what I'm saying is you want to indoctrinate, but you can go through decades now of people trying to do exactly what you're saying you want to do. I mean, at the end of the day, people have been getting killed trying to do what I've been trying to do for a long time, man. Also that, too. But I'm saying that there's several different forms of people trying to understand racism. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got people that are doing neurological fucking science on people who are really racist, like extreme racism, you know? I would like to, honestly, I would like to, I wonder what it's like to look, to examine like the brain of a Ku Klux Klan member. And I wonder, like, I wonder if there's anything fucking neurologically different with their brains. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how, how, how deep this shit stems. Like, I wonder, is it really effective in the brain? Like, 
can racism be seen in the brain? You know what I mean? Is racism a chemical? <laughs> is racism something that's can is racism an actual physical organ that can exist in your brain? Is my thing. Is what I'm saying. It don't work like that. Anyways, I mean, things like drug use and all of that can alter uh, the the structure of your brain believe it or not that's another thing of what that's that's the hard part is like you know when i was talking about trying to help the homeless and shit it's like how do you how do you help people like it takes it just takes a lot of time and money and i think i think most of it is i haven't found the team yet to properly start i did find this one guy on here he's his name's like us something i don't fucking know I don't know Fucking honestly I think I'm sorry for fucking Going blank on y'all For a second You said you wanted To talk about something Relationship wise Or something like that Not really You said that There was this girl That um, Basically Said that Whatever you Because you said something It didn't mean as much Or that if you apologize All the time It's not as sincere to her or somebody yeah, yeah. I, the, the question I gave you was do you feel that if you con- if you reassure someone enough and support in the same way does it lose value to that person honestly and I've said and I, we already talked about this but this is just a hashback for the audience that may or may not understand so pe- the basis of this is my if somebody is trying to tell you because you are repetitive at something it loses its meaning that's already a red flag to let you know that that person does not value or appreciate your actions or words because if someone really does appreciate you they have they they admire you they have a lot of feelings for you they're going to be appreciative that you're doing your thing to try to make them feel better or you're doing the best that you can to be sincere. And if they're saying, well, you're doing it too much and it doesn't mean anything, that honestly just means she wants a lot more people to be saying that to her. And if you're the only one that's fucking saying it, that's kind of, it's a red flag, bro. And honestly, at at this point, I think a lot of women don't even know what the fuck they're wanting out of a relationship because they don't have emotional intelligence. A lot of men don't have emotional intelligence. So there you go when it comes to this fucking shit mix of emotions. You're in a fucking relationship. You have all of this shit going on. And when something, when something happens, nobody knows how to actually talk about it. Because emotions are being thrown in it. And it's like, oh, well, this made me feel this way. And all this other shit. But your lack of communication it was, was already the flag that should have been why you guys never fucking got together in the first place. People are so desperate to want to be a part of something that they are willing to put aside the things that make them feel less of a person or question why they feel how they feel because something happened. And honestly, the only thing that I can do is talk about how men should change on their aspects of being what it is as considered masculinity because a good job and making good money does not qualify you to be a good man, in my opinion. Nor do I think having a family qualifies you to have a, you're not a good person just because of the stature of what you have as a job or family. I think a lot of it responds on how you think and how you express 
your actions. But nobody's trying to do that anymore. Everyone's trying to chase the bag, quote unquote, you know? So So what does masculinity have in the place of dealing with, let's say, not narcissist, but someone who demands attention in every stage of their life well i mean for one that's that's about acknowledging somebody's love language and and understanding that quality time there's a difference between so what are you trying to ask then i'm trying to say that someone would someone whose intentions is only to have attention from all friends in their life every situation they're in I mean that 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 is up to us as as emotional aware and intelligent men to be able to to determine that that's the hard part about being an emotionally intelligent man is understanding that you're gonna have to walk away from a lot of things because you learn and realize faster than most men that it's not something you should continue to be a part of and a lot of us who have emotional intelligence but are not confident is a worse combination. You and me are both emotionally intelligent men, but we're not very emotionally confident men. And emotionally confident men, emotional confidence and emotional intelligence are the two biggest thing a man needs to have. And if we don't have emotional confidence, our emotional intelligence will crumble by the wayside every time. And I think you've known this, I think you've experienced this, you know? I've experienced this, and that's why I talk about it, is it's one thing to have emotional intelligence, because if you can analyze everything for what it is, but not have the courage to walk away from it simply because one per- the other person won't, you're no better than that other person. Because you're still allowing to enable that situation to happen instead of just taking yourself out of the equation. But it's hard to do because when you're alone, and most of the time you felt alone as a young child, so up to the ages of adolescent males, and the only kind of relationship you have is a sexual one with people then you really don't know how to handle being, a f- being truly alone. And then we become stoic because instead of actually accepting that, the stoicism is a better mask for it. And stoicism is not the way to go, especially if you're trying to have emotional intelligence. Ultimately, a line to go into that is, um, the times where I think I miss specific people of my past, I always remind myself that I don't specifically miss them but I just miss being with someone to that extent or that degree. Oh, dude, I saw a fucking picture of my... <laughs> you know, I'm a petty motherfucker. I'm, real, I'm a real salty guy. Nothing makes me feel better than when I see a picture of someone that looks like a fucking dumpster fire. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. Feels good, huh? It feels good, especially when it's the opposite sex and they had this whole depiction of who they thought they were. And they fucking idolize themselves for it. And now you see them. And they still see themselves. And, then, and, then, and I'm glad that they do. I'm glad that, that they still see themselves as beautiful. And everyone's beautiful. But the fact that you physically let yourself go. And you used to be all about how you were physically fit. Is fucking hilarious to me. Fucking hilarious to me. Because you know what? You, you took that as a tool and paraded it around. And instead of actually finding somebody genuine, you just fucking chased the people that gave you physical attention. And now I saw the partner 
that they're with, and I fucking love it. Dumpster fire too, dude. Shit show. I um never quite feel that same way. You really not? I mean, honestly, dude, I think it's just because people have intentionally tried to hurt me, and I just like whenever life hands them back the bullshit, you know. I don't find that same enjoyment. It's fucking, you're a different dude than me, dude. I have some uh, pretty interesting ones in my past. Yeah, you really? Yeah. Um, there's one out there from my past that is, man. Anyways, yeah. Prob- no, talk about it. Probably the most beautiful girl I've ever dated. Well, she's not, well, I mean, that's what I'm, and that's why I'm saying now is, when they go from having this sense of beauty and then it's it's all fucking diminished. No, like I'm saying, like it worked in the opposite direction. Like I'm saying, like she was ugly and then got beautiful. I don't even say ugly, man. But I'm saying I was a pretty different kind of fucking girl. You know what I'm saying? But I got it beautiful in her own way. Is that what you're trying to say? Like to the masses, they wouldn't consider her pretty or beautiful. But in your eyes, what are you trying to say, bro? I'm Just fucking that, be honest with me. Back in the day. Back in the day, back, it don't mean shit. Back when we dated cute girl. Now... What do you mean, back in the few, day? You wouldn't date a cute girl now? But that's... A woman, fuck, I guess. Dude, just let me finish, man. Finish. Cute girl and we dated. Fucking superstar now. Oh, yeah? That's crazy, bro. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you blew it. You had it all and you blew it. I think she broke up with me. <laughs> you blew that shit, bro. I blew it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucked that up, bro. <laughs> you fucked that up. You fucked that up, dude. I don't know why. I don't know what you were thinking. That's crazy. Hey, shout out to guys that are just, you know, trying to do their best with what they got. You guys are a whole different animal, man. Isn't that you and I anyways? That's why I'm saying it. We're a whole different animal. <laughs> <laughs> Because honestly, a lot of these guys out here that I talk to, they are so fucking scared to be they, who they are because they're so deep in the family life and the fucking and all of that. And I'm like, dude, it, you're going to fucking I, I pray that that they don't. But that's the shit that that's the reason why a lot of us are unhappy, man, because before we even fucking finished developing our brains, we got into this fucking sense of awareness and shit, you know? 25 years old, dude. 25 fucking years old. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what, dude? The reality of it is... Um, to the harsh reality of it is we fucking... We just didn't know how to say I had a bad upbringing and I needed... I need to fucking... I need to heal from it. That's really it. It's all it is, man. I'm not saying your parents were bad people. I'm just saying, dude, parents don't do the best job. I didn't do the best job. I know that. I have to fucking admit that so that my kids can start their life on a fucking fresh base, man. Instead of like, my dad fucked me up and one day I'm going to get him to try to come to terms with that, you know? I don't ever want my kids to fucking have to come to me and be like, you know what, dad? You may not have understood this, but you fucked me up. Nah, dude, when they become 16, 17, we're gonna go to counseling. And I want you to understand that the way you feel has a lot to do with how you were raised, and I'm sorry, but it's not true, and I'm sorry you're gonna have to heal from this. I'm sorry you have to, but it has to happen. That's it. You know, it's, it's, it's a shitty fucking feeling. But that's how it works. Um, but other than that, dude, I've, I've really just tried to... I've really just tried to stay out of 
everyone else's fucking business. Oh, like, really? I mean, it's hard, man. It's hard when I hear... Look, look. I, I have friends, and I, 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 if, you wanna, if people consider me a friend, I hope they understand why I do what I do. But I'm not the kind of person that can just sit there and be like, hey, um, I'm going to listen to the same problem every fucking week. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm going to... I'm not going to fucking... I'm not going to be here and fucking, like, hold your fucking hand and tell you it's okay. I'm going to try to give you solutions. Water, man. I don't think... I don't think I'm going to try to fucking... I don't think I'm just going to sit there and hear you and tell me the same thing without saying, you know what, have you tried to do this and that? Or have you tried so-and-so? And and then you know what, it's like, they don't want to hear what I have to say. Then you know what, you just tell me you want to fucking, you want me to feel sorry for you. You just tell me you want to hear, you want to bitch and complain about a situation you have no intentions of fucking changing. But you know, like that is, I've seen people that that is literally the basis of what a friendship is to them. Or a relationship in general, dude. How about that? How about a fucking relationship to, what if a relationship was based around having someone fucking listen to you? Dude, the whole point is I'm trying to get is, Men need to be more fucking emotionally aware so that they can get into the basis of the relationship that they want. It's like I told you, man, like in the fucking other podcast we talked about. If your sense of being taken care of is you are paying the bills and then your woman is fucking taking care of all the house shit, then that's your sense. Make sure you find a woman who understands that that is what she wants as well. But we as fucking people cannot fucking go and say we that, that that's that, that that's how it is. No, love languages, people's expectancies of things, how people are gonna fucking live their life. That is all things you need to fucking find out before you even get involved with somebody that you would want to start a life with. And I think that all of us start getting into a relationship for that. I don't think any of us get into a relationship just to fuck off the time. And honestly, if that's the case, just be honest. I'm just here to fuck off some fucking months or years. But if you're gonna fucking spend time with someone, they expect to have all a long run. I'm not, I'm just being honest. It's some like- Some people do and some people don't. You took this in a whole different direction. I did, I really did. But you know what, dude? At the end of the fucking day, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's the direction it needed to go. If we don't, understand ourselves as well as the people we get involved with with relationships because as a young boy and all this starts at a sense of when kids are self-aware you know like your kid is self-aware you as a parent have to start understanding that emotional development is very important like how it was for us like if our parents would have probably have told us hey man uh from the ages of 13, maybe younger now, from 10 to, to 18, you're probably gonna go through some shit in a relationship. I'm not gonna, I don't wanna tell you I know what they are, but I'm just saying you're more than likely probably gonna go through some things. So don't let those things hurt you enough to make you change who you are. If I'd have had one person tell me that shit when I was younger, I probably would have been a little bit better. 
But because I didn't understand who I was and I thought that the life events were going to make me who I was is what fucked me up. But I didn't have to have it that way. I just had to understand that I'm going to find things out about myself as I'm growing and some of those grows are going to hurt. That's all. I fucking lost. What the fuck? Or he conceded. But that's just the way, man. <sighs> I think... I just think that it's going to be a few few years before any of this shit that we're talking about really ends up hitting people from home. You know, hitting people at home. I don't think it ever will. You don't think it ever will? Mm-hmm. What makes you... Can you give me your, your expectations on that? I don't know, man. You spend time on TikTok. You fucking explain to me, man. Well, I mean, that doesn't... You know what's going on in the world. Exactly. Well, what does that have to do with what you expect and what you think the expectancies of the direction of the world is going to be? Um... I expect people to want to understand each other more than what they wanted to in the past. I don't buy it, dude. You don't buy that? No. Why not? What What makes you think that people solely don't want to just be understood by each other? Like us. I'm saying that is what drives humanity. But what I'm saying is the actual... The process of it? Not even the process, but that... The, the desire, the fucking... The greed? Know. Not even the greed. The greed? What is it? You don't think that it comes from this... The effort. The effort to do it isn't going to be there. We're only going to be more fucking distant. We're going to be more distant with each other than we've ever been. Well, that's what I try to tell you. It, it has nothing to do with an, it, a populace of masses. It is, and that's what I guess, I guess that's why I, I don't really fucking hit it on that much. But I talk about the things I talk about because it isn't going to be a masses of people that get it to understand. It's, it's going to be the people who are doing things now, the streamers, the IRL, the YouTubers. It's going to take them to understand that the collaboration of, of getting together and not taking money from people that are trying to keep the segregation of of everything i mean everybody has an interest if you think about it dude we all love something that universally can be agreed on you know what i mean but the propaganda which is all over the world is to keep everybody from understanding each other but when you get enough people who have a big enough platform that say i regardless of what i'm getting paid I am going to bring the understanding of this, of this. And unfortunately, it is a bunch of humans with greed and emotions that simply cannot accept things for the way that they are, that feel like they want to be in such control that they will alter someone's life to fucking make it happen. You're like as crazy as that sounds like believe it or not and it all stemmed from it you know it doesn't even I don't even know where it stems there's so much on on history and what could be accurate and what couldn't like um, like we as people as humans bro the best thing that you and me could do for the society of this fucking race would just to be to talk about how to become more emotionally intelligent how to be more emotionally aware, how to not let things bother you. 
and how to know when to be appropriate at the point in time. Because I'm not saying you shouldn't have murderous intent because let me be honest, if someone's trying to fucking kill you, you have to have more murderous intent to stop that person. That's the reality of the fucking human nature. And I'm not saying that that, that should be used to people's, to people's benefit. But that's what it is being used for. That is what is being processed in the world and that's why we're so fucked as a society. But the best you and I can do is practice. The best? Or at least... Practice and, and live, advocate. Live what we are and what we talk about and set an example to yes. those in our life. Exactly. And to know that, you know, fucking... Things are just always going to be... Things are always going to have a hint of salt with it. You know, a grain of salt. Yin and yang, man. I'm not saying that I'm not, what I'm saying is there for every, for every innocent soul, there is a fucking drop of, of malice. That's there, man. The humans are fucking, that's, it's always going to be there. But the self-control, the emotional intelligence to understand that it is not what it needs to be. I remember like, I remember fucking tapping it was recently i tapped into this thing where people were talking about like malice and humanity but it was you know then it was like getting getting malice confused with not ignorance but like aversion really like people being stuck into like their own their own world you're driving in your car and you're just commuting to the next thing you're doing so on and so forth and like that sense of commute and going through motions and shit you know what i mean shout out to office space that too but you know like you know but you can do that and ignore people world around you yeah what if everyone does that and then you have to acknowledge that people you walk by are going through the same things as you and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's that's kind of why the whole sense of being empathetic and sympathetic with people is the whole thing is to understand that they may be having problems as much or if not worse than you. So why treat anybody with hostility if, if they aren't coming at you hostile-wise, you know? And even if they are coming at you hostility-wise, like... If they aren't trying to physically harm you, then I believe that there is a there there is still a chance to try to have a level of understanding and, and reaching a fucking means of calming, de-escalation, you know. Yeah. But most of us are not emotionally intelligent enough to say this guy isn't really trying to hurt me because he's trying to hurt me. He's just really fucking under does not understand a lot of shit, and it's it's time to fucking you know change some shit up. That's all. And I think that it's going to take time. It's going to be a really, really crazy world before it happens. But I, I'm, I'm here to watch it happen, man. And I'm here to help make it happen. That's why when we fucking get big enough, we're going to have a fucking center. We're going to have a fucking center where guys can come and try to learn to be more emotionally intelligent. Because they want to. And then, you know what? We're not fucking therapists. We're not psychiatrists. But guess what? 
maybe down the road we may find somebody who's listening to our podcast that would want to partake into it. It's like, you know what? I do have a fucking psychiatric degree and I do want to be a part of your shit. And guess what? I'm free on these days and I would like to help out at your fucking location because I think it is important that we do help men develop mentally. And you know what? A lot of men can't afford it. Most people can't do it. You know? Cult leader, dude. That's all I'm saying. Not a cult leader. Just uh, fucking... <laughs> just... You know, I was, I recently, uh, was told by a friend about how they listen to my podcast and, uh, really it was like the first time with, cause I did, just did not ask. It was just a casual, oh yeah, I listen to your podcast sometimes uh-huh. when I go to work. I was, that's freaking, you know who you are. I appreciate you. <laughs> Shout out to that one. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk. About what? But I just, I thought you had more to go by, we'll go Oh, I just brought that up. I just, I was just amazed that you know, oh shit, people listen to, people in my life listen to my podcast. It's crazy to me. It's crazy, right? That's how the world works, though, man. I mean, it's it's a it's a crazy world. A lot of us sometimes are, I just, we know. Like I said, like I started this the stream, man. Like I, Shout out to those six streamers that were on yesterday, dude. Like, it, it makes me feel really cool knowing that. Not even cool. It makes me feel good knowing that there are people that want to learn from what I have to say. And, and it's just the fact that they can relate to how I felt this entire time. Crazy. We as a world should really try to want to learn to understand each other. You know what I don't hear enough? What's up? The phrase, don't stress about it too much, it's not worth it. You know why? Because, unfortunately, everything that we're doing is worth it. It sucks because the ones who are telling you it's not worth it have probably already reached this level of <laughs> transcendence. Not worth stressing about it, mate. Not, worth, not saying it's not worth doing, but it's not worth stressing about. You see that as telling I get that. someone it's not worth doing. I see it as it's it's going to happen. Don't stress about it. That's the two interpretations of what I'm saying here. I get it. Then I guess that's where, and like I said, that's where the whole sense of being emotionally aware and intelligent comes from. Is you are understanding that this isn't. That's not what it means when someone's saying what they're saying. You know, I, I like point in hand. Look, you guys just got an example of what we go through. What's what day to day life on day to day life? What people fucking go through. Misunderstanding. Misunderstanding. <laughs> being misunderstood and misinterpreting something that's being told to them. All the time. You gotta just step the fuck back and ask a question without feeling attacked. Obviously, I had a I had a wrong approach, but thankfully, I had the I had the proper co-host in front of me to help de-escalate it. Instead of feed into my confusion and what fucking turned into confusion stemmed into turning into fucking anger a little bit or agitation from what it sounded like. I'm pretty I, sure. I think I could write a song about feeding confusion. That's good. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, should, man. I, 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 think, uh, I think I kick myself in the ass a lot because I realized I should be writing down a lot of things that come into my mind a lot. And I really don't. I really do need to start keeping one of those. Dreams and everything, dude. You know, it's been so long since I've actually had a dream. You know, I dreamed about my grandmother recently. Really? Yeah. How was that? Although I don't know if we talked about. Well, you I know. fucking hate talking about dreams, but anyways. <laughs> like, I mean, I love talk. I love talking about dreams. What do you mean? 
I, I like love dreams. I mean, I, I just think about dreams like the... I think dreams, when it comes to the subconscious level, I fucking want to... I always want to know about. When it comes to dreams, like, in reality that are trying to be reached, like, real goals and ambitions, I, I think I only want to hear about them as they are being worked towards. You know? Does that make I, sense? That also, like, made me feel kind of alienated as a kid, too, was... That thought, not the thought, but the concept of it go through your dreams kind of shit, you know what I mean? That phrase of like, if, if you want something, can imagine it, go work for it, but it's not necessarily a dream, you know? Dreams to me were like this weird little space and dying and things that don't really make sense together and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I just felt like, is it really when I sleep? that's what I'm supposed to be working towards or like the things that I can envision for myself as a future is what I need to be working towards. That was always something I felt when I was very young in my comprehension. You know what I mean? I was like, my dreams are weird as fuck. What are y'all talking about? You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. I've had, this is the whole misunderstanding shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about dreams. So that's what you, you're talking about. Your dreams, you mean the subconscious state of mind. Yeah, but when people say, hey, go after your dreams, you know what I mean? Like, I was you like. You would always think, well, after my, my dreams are your dreams in your sleep, not the dreams that you inspire to be. Because you're inspiring <laughs> to be is what your goals are, uh-huh. not your dreams. Yeah. Because dreams are, an, um, un, in your mind, an unobtainable thing because that's why you dream them. Yeah. I got you. That's a that's a fucking that's a big perspective to put in, guys. Honestly, that kind of just fucked me up a little, because for the longest time, that's what I used to say. And honestly, that's that's a good way of putting it. You don't fucking follow your dreams. You follow your ambitions and your goals. Your dreams are why you have them because they're unobtainable fucking sub subconscious fucking things. You know. Okay, so dreams to me, uh, I I uh, for a long time felt like dreams are you can do like a visitation to um, to like a realm of the dead really yeah like I've I've met a jazz musician in, uh, in my dream and uh, I remember even in my dream whoever I was with like I was like fucking Art Blakey he's dead and I was like crying and all this stuff you know what I mean and, but anyway uh, I dreamed about my grandmother um, it's been a couple of years uh, I don't remember what I was doing. What I remember was buying a school bus for $150,000, right? I bought the school bus. It had leather seats. I piled in all these fucking people. I had no idea where we were going. You remember all this? I remember this much. What happened before that, I'm not really too sure, right? And then um, we stop at this diner. And my grandmother's in this diner, sitting at a table. And we talk. But I, I remember, I've like... We have this conversation and she tells me that she misses me and I tell her that I miss her and I wake up and I fucking cry. Damn, that um, sucks, bro. But it's been years. Um, there's two other times I remember and I just wasn't ready. Um, after she passed, like maybe a year after she passed, I had this dream. I remember playing soccer in this open field and... I walked away from soccer in my cleat, so I was walking down this street, and I end up at this door, and I, there's a front door and a window, and in the window I see three of my grandmother's cats, 
that weren't all alive at the same time either. Oh, shit. And I remember the door opened and I heard her voice say my middle name. And I fucking ripped myself awake and I bawled my eyes out because I just wasn't ready to see her. Um, second time I really wasn't ready to see her either that I could really remember not wanting to, or not being ready to see her either. But I was ready this time to have a conversation and tell her that I missed her. So I've had some, for, I've had requests of uh, podcast topics. Um, I think the next time we talk, we should uh, we should get into any of uh, the paranormal experiences that you and I have had. Um, that's been one thing that a lot of uh, 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 you know, um, you know, like true crime shit. Oh my god, dude! There's so many things that I want us to start picking up. Like if it's an interest on, I would like for you to like just send me a bullet. And we'll just look into it, you know? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll do our research on, on both hands and we'll just be like, look, this is what we came up with kind of shit, you know? True and, crime, huh? Well, just a lot of different things, you know? Like, true crime, paranormal. They want... I mean, in, in, in all reality, we both have experience. I mean, I, fucking, I used to be a fucking military policeman in the army. I, I know about some cases. You know about some shit. You've gone to some places. You know, I, I definitely have my share of paranormal experiences, and stories, especially because I used to live out in the fucking country, you know, <laughs> fucking like, like outhouse kind of shit stuff, dude. Like, you could feel things watching you when you're walking in the dark, kind of shit. Hey, you know that's how I learned how to piss with no hands, is because I had a I had to keep a door open behind me in an outhouse. Because you were afraid. Because it would fucking lock. Like it would lock you in there oh, if, if, shit. You, if the fucking door closed behind you. That would probably scare the fuck out of me. I wouldn't even know what to do, honestly. <laughs> I'd shit myself. I was, uh... I would go cra- I would have a fucking panic attack. Single-digit age, learning how to pee with no hands. I mean, I would just... I would just be too fucking scared, bro, to, do it, to try anything. To do anything, honestly. It's so cold. Fucking right it is. What y'all talking about? Uh, emotional intelligence and basically how a lot of men don't have it and that's why it's hard for a lot of relationships to really end because I think uh, I think a lot of women have the aspect of the mentality of you know a man will change for me and I think that a lot of it is the lack of emotional intelligence to understand that it is not meant for the whole situation and both parties are still very much in the mindset of TV, movies, emotions will overcome everything, and the emotional intelligence isn't even there in the first place. And that's where the fucking, the problems already start to happen is you got people who aren't aware of their own emotions thinking that they can help people with theirs. So it's not even 7 a.m., right? And what do you talk about before it's 7 a.m.? We don't talk. What does she talk about before it's 7 a.m.? What do you talk about? What do you talk about before it's 7 a.m.? I don't talk about nothing. I keep quiet. Exactly. Why? It's at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, I'm No, I mean, I don't have anything for emotional intelligence. It doesn't have to be, though. What do you talk about before it's 7 a.m.? Let me ask you this. What do you think most, so in guys that you've dated and most of that shit, what is it that you think that a lot of men have a big problem with that you as a woman try to help them come to terms with but they simply do not want to see it she don't play that shit no i i, I know that she's the kind of person emotions and yeah, i like and this, the men are very hard to get in touch with their emotions it's like 
just like he said, like women think they could change, you know, they think they could change a man, but like, honestly, that man has someone to change on his own. And then they'd be like, well, he gonna change for the right one. He might, but he might not. And I think that the hardest reality of it is that sometimes people don't want to under don't want to accept that they're not the right one. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of the times is when there's kids involved, they think that the kids would be enough. And unfortunately, that isn't because they fucking deep down already know who they are. But the, the fear, and I think that goes in both men and women, the fear of being who we are is still very much hard to have, like get rid of, you know, and especially in today's society. Yeah, that's why I'm single. <laughs> no, honestly. But, but like, that's why you have it, you know? Help somebody. That's what your mama should be. You know, in I, my, I don't have time for none of that. In my personal opinion, I think if a man really wants to be involved in a, in a relationship, they have to have the emotional intelligence to know that they are somewhat going to have to help women regulate theirs as well. That is a fucking reality that I don't think a lot of guys want to come to terms with because they see it as a project woman, but that's not true. Women are a whole different biology. And you have to come to understand that to be able to learn that every woman is going to have their biology change once a fucking month. You know what I mean? You got to turn like men don't seem to want to under don't matter who the fuck you get with. The perfect one will still have that fucking biology change. And you are going to have to learn how to emotionally maneuver around that and to navigate that shit. And you may have to help her understand that she is in these mental states where you are fucking kind of sporadic and you're hurting people that you don't mean to hurt and you're not understanding it. It takes time because if no one's helping you see that, and honestly, as a man, you're supposed to be able to have that within yourself first when you come to step up. The one, the one thing that I've always really took to heart that my mom has told me was you can't take care of anyone unless you learn how to take care of yourself first. And unfortunately, she never explained that to be on both a financial status and on an emotional aware status. Yep. And that's how we are, man. But that's all the time we've got for right now. I w- it was great to talk with you, man. I missed you, honestly. Missed you too, man. Not going to lie. Talking about how we feel is very important. Like that TikTok that I made, man. Oh, I only took one prior. That's fucked. Anyways, yeah, man. Uh, you guys check out more of the podcast. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Um, for those of you that actually listen, I appreciate you. I know my co-host does. We both appreciate you. The numbers are showing and they're growing. And honestly, we look forward to just grow with you. This is Robin Graves. This is Kachi. You guys have a badass week. And we may have another video drop this week. We'll see, man. I'm off Thursday, so maybe we can make some shit happen. Take care, guys. Y'all have a badass day. And you've been on Scatterbrain.